When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 254 of Swish and Flick. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Brittany Barnes. Burns. Burns. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. I apologize. I tried my best. Um, today we have a special and exciting episode. We're going to be discussing, drum roll. I don't know if that picked up. LeakyCon 2022 right here in Orlando, Florida. Woo-hoo. If you can't tell, we are both sleep deprived and a little uh, loopy. But we are freshly at home from a whole leaky weekend, Friday through Sunday. It was such a good time. I honestly can't wait to talk all about it, especially because it's literally so fresh in my brain. We just got home like, like I don't know, literally four we were hours there ago this morning. Yeah. Um, but before we get to all the fun, let's go to Meg for the Weekly Profit, which also has to do with LeakyCon. <laughs> it does, but I'm so excited. So all weekend at LeakyCon... They had, whoa, hello, Teddy has just decided to come in and interrupt me. Just his mom. <laughs> um, so this whole weekend, the Protego Foundation was at LeakyCon. They had a booth and they were promoting their vegan butterbeer campaign. And little do we know that apparently this morning, um, the people at Universal had a quote historic meeting and decided to allow people to order butter beer without the foam. So people who have dairy allergies and or people who are vegan can now try butter beer for the first time that like on tap butter beer because before this the only vegan butter beer was the kind that was bottled which in my opinion no bueno, is not no good. Bueno, no bueno. Um But I cannot believe it took this long, but they said that over 10,000 signatures had been collected for this um, for this campaign. And they just literally decided this morning to allow it. it. It was something with like the copyright and the author, like she would not allow them to serve it. It's just so silly. But um it is going to be anywhere where you can get butterbeer on tap. You can now order it without the topping. So that is Universal Orlando, Universal Hollywood, Harry Potter, New York, Warner Brothers Studio Tour London, the Butterbeer Bar. I think there's just a Butterbeer Bar in London, maybe. Um, oh, anyway. New York. No, there's there's two. Yeah. I know. There's the Butterbeer oh, Bar. I thought you said there's only one in, in London. Anyway, anywhere that you can get butterbeer on tap, you can now get it vegan. So that's huge news. And I'm very excited about it. 
Um, I don't think that the cold butter beer is any good without the foam, <laughs> but I would ever. Yeah. Like, but now you can at least try it. And I do think that the frozen one would be good without it. And I think that the warm one would be good without it. So yeah. I'm just glad that they're actually the warm one. I wonder if the, it's actually all made with milk. Sheesh. I bet. Uh, the so latte. you can probably only get cold and frozen mm, vegan, mm-hmm. but the frozen one is probably good. I didn't think about that, but yeah. Um, yes. Now, so the next thing that they're going to be pushing for is a dairy-free topping. Yes. Um, uh, even if that means changing the recipe to just make the drink vegan for everybody or having two options. Uh, I don't care either way, but I think that um, they need to do it. Don't so. tell me there's no vegan or vegetarian or dairy allergy wizarding folk out there. My butt. <sighs> no, for they sure. Are. And, and But, I, you know, like part of me... I do understand that nothing foams quite as good as milk or cream coming from a barista. (laughs) Like whenever you ask us to make like the foam and stuff out of like almond or oat milk or coconut, like it it just, it doesn't do it. But I do know that there's like the barista blend oat milk that foams pretty good. So like you, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a way. I like, I don't you even make know vegan how. marshmallows, so like you can come up with something and thin it out. I would think, right? Yeah, I don't know how the oat milk doesn't foam up more because it tastes creamier to me than real milk. Oat milk foams pretty well. Yeah, Ontario so. Repair. <laughs> um. So yeah, so make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like it, then maybe they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. And thank all of our current patrons so much for your support. We literally couldn't be doing this without you. If you would like to send us your Potter story, you can do so to our email, uh, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Way to go. Thank you. You want me to kick some of this off and then we can discuss together? All right. Let's talk LeakyCon. Thank you, Teddy. If you're not familiar, LeakyCon is a huge um, non-sponsored, like non-affiliated um, PotterCon, it's been around for, I think this is the 11th year. Yes. That they it's actually the went on. Con. Yes. 11th year of cons, but there was a two year break. Yes. Because Boston was like the 10 year anniversary in 2019. Yeah. I'm wearing that shirt today. Um, it's like they'll get talent from the films. They do a bunch of panels. They have just like cosplays everything it's podcast podcasts hello um it's just like a big huge fun community where like-minded potter people get together and have a wonderful weekend but we'll get into that what i wanted to start with because i know we're probably going to be talking about these people throughout the whole episode because we had just an absolute blast with them and like i'm just obsessed with our new friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just want to address that right now. So let's talk about our amazing pod friends that we were so lucky to spend so much time with this weekend. Um, 
I'll name them all off and then we can just like give a little shout out to who they are and yeah. stuff. Um, Goblet of Wine, Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them, uh, Chris and Ness, Sweetest Human Beings, uh, Pot- Mike from Potterless, and then also um, we had like a whole Wizarding Wireless Collective group, which we'll talk a little bit, a little bit more about. But all these people are just fantastic people. If you don't listen to Goblet of Wine or Fanatical Fix, you should go and listen to them now. Like, go like, subscribe right right now. Stop listening. Come back. Just go <laughs> do it right now. So Goblet of Wine, in case anybody doesn't know, is a reread podcast similar to ours, except they <laughs> get drunk while they talk about the chapter. <laughs> um they're also, I believe none of these are um, family friendly like we are, correct. which is fine. But I'm just warning you. Yes. Um, they're hilarious. Hannah and Charlie, shout out to them and the content that they create. Um, we love them. And you should go and give them a follow. Um, Fanatical Fix. <laughs> shout out to Sequoia and Kim. They are two other amazing individuals that we met this weekend. Um, they discuss <laughs> they discuss different Harry Potter fanfics that they have found. Um, not all of them, but a lot of them are one-offs. Um, or, like, there will be a longer one that just, like, goes over a couple of episodes. But it's, like, they read them in more of, like, a comedy podcast type way. Um, their episode layouts because we we listened to we went to a panel where it was like they did an episode live and the way that they have it laid out is like it's perfect i wasn't sure like i obviously i'm a fan i didn't know how they were gonna do it yeah and i went into it like well how how are they uh, any you know i could discuss fan fiction but personally the way i discuss it i don't find interesting so i'm really curious to see like what they do I was, it was totally great. enamored the whole time and I did not stop laughing for a full hour. They're hilarious. Yeah. So they are fanatical fix on most social medias um, and you should go and give them a follow as well. Yes. And um, yeah, I just I, sometimes I hate myself for not listening to podcasts more often. Maggie, that was extreme. No, I just no. OK, I don't hate myself, but like. <laughs> I frustrate myself because I get very honed into a specific type of content for a long period of time. And I, I think that it, I think it's ADHD, but like, um, I wish that I could just be like, I'm going to give some time to this type of content and then I'm going to give some time to this type of content and then some time to this type of content. But instead what I'll do is I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just going to watch Grey's Anatomy for three days straight and not read or not listen to a podcast or not do anything else for three days except to watch Grey's Anatomy. So, um, I wish that I did better with that, but I am definitely, yes, a binge person. Um, and Tiffany calls me out on that all the time, but yes, hyperfixation thousand percent um so yeah and then obviously chris uh chris rankin and his lovely amazing beautiful girlfriend ness um we love them so much it was so nice to get to see them especially like knowing that we were going to go to orlando for like literally three years and not be able to see them um 
so yeah, that was really nice to to catch up and hang out. And and then also the Wizarding Wireless Collective. So this is like a little group of Harry Potter podcasts that banded together. We had a table at LeakyCon. We're going to have another table at, at LeakyCon Denver. Um, but <laughs> it's just a it's just a whole bunch of Potter podcasts. Um, to just get the word out because a lot of people, honestly, I was kind of surprised by how many people came to the booth this weekend and had never listened to a Potter podcast before. They so didn't many. know that they existed. They didn't know the types that were out there. Yeah. Um, so to be able to like have a pamphlet with like literally 10 to 15 different Potter podcasts on it to be like, here's descriptions of all of us. Go and find what you like. Um was really cool and shout out to Sequoia for putting that together because that mm-hmm. was a lot of work and she uh, she put so much work into that booth and just like thank you so much it was amazing um, so some of the celebrities that were there this weekend were Chris Rankin, Sean Biggerstaff Afshan Azad um, Stanislav's Stanislav Yanevsky, Josh Herdman, Cherry Wallace, Chanel Williams, and Mike Schubert from Potterless. Um, we really only got to interact with Chris for the most part, mm-hmm. but I did see quite a few panels with the others and quite a few panels specifically with Cherry and Chanel, and they are awesome. Um, so funny. Yes. <laughs> so I guess do we want to just dive into our weekend. Yeah, let's. We're just gonna go day by day. Tell you what we saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, Friday, uh, Katie had to work. And yeah, so was I guess this very is just my section. Jealous <laughs> the whole time. But Meg sent me updates, and it was really cool. And she came back after the day and like gave me a bunch of fun like surprises that she bought. So it made it I better. Got her some pins and stickers to help. Her feel not so sad that she yeah. had to miss it. Um, Friday is usually typically one of the slower days for LeakyCon, just because some people literally can only like the locals and stuff like that can only get off for the weekend or, or for whatever reason. Um, so Friday is usually more chill. That doesn't mean that there's not good content there though. So if you can get there on Friday, I highly recommend that you go. Um, it was a lot of fun. The first panel that I got to see was Goblet of Wine Live. Um, when I arrived on Friday, I checked in, got our badges, and then I got to spend the first hour of my day at the podcast booth in the marketplace. So that was really fun. And then after I finished my little shift, um, I got to go and see Goblet of Wine Live. They were on the main stage, which is so amazing for them. Um they're just so funny. They did they did a chapter episode and they did the so they're also on Half Blood Prince and they did the episode Hermione's Helping Hand. Um and it was it was just really funny. Like they're just two funny ladies talking about Potter and I appreciate it. Um they just like like you can tell they have such like a good relationship with each other. And then, like, I feel like they have a similar relationship with their listeners like we do. Like, They definitely have a community. Yeah, it just, it felt so relatable and, like, like home, you know? Like, it, it was so comforting just to, like, listen to them when For I sure. did get to hear them. Because, sadly, I didn't get to hear this one. But I did see them on other panels. 
I am just trying to see if I can remember who. Okay, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm pulling up the schedule. <laughs> I'm pulling up my pictures ah, so nice. that I can like see what I took. Okay. So after Goblet of Wine Live, I got to watch, which actually, how do I not have a picture from Goblet of Wine Live on me? I'm so confused. Wait, here it is. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So after Goblet of Wine Live, I stayed in the main room to watch Potterless Live. Um, so Mike's episode on Friday was with Chris Rankin and Chanel Williams. And... So he's already finished reading the books, so he doesn't really have, like, chapter episodes that he could do anymore um, because he's completed it. So what his concept was, which this was a really cute concept, um, a cool concept, I guess, rather. Um, he took instances in the books where McGonagall, because it was Chanel, she, in case anybody doesn't know, Chanel Williams is Chan Wills on TikTok, and she does her amazing, hilarious, beautiful McGonagall impression. Um, so she was literally so for like half the weekend in her McGonagall outfit, like in character. It was hilarious. Um, so he took instances in the book where McGonagall was in it and then instances in the book where Percy was in it. And then he basically asked them, like, what happened if they flipped roles? I do think that this concept would have worked better maybe with two different characters because at times I feel like Percy and McGee are too <laughs> similar. So, like, a lot of the instances, like, the answer was just kind of like, oh, well, I could see Percy doing that. You know what I mean? Um, but there were definitely some where like that wasn't the case and it, and it was funny. Um, but that was a good episode. And, um, let's see what was after that. What was after that? The magical hour of podcasts. Meg, I listed it all out for you in this lovely doc. Thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate you. Um, so the magical hour of podcasts was a panel with Mike from Potterless, Goblet of Wine, and Fanatical Fix. And I'm trying to remember what they talked about. God, that was so long ago. <laughs> um, I want to say, so it was like moderated. Like LeakyCon provides moderators and like they were asking the podcasts questions. That's and it was great. kind of, what? They do a really good job. They do. Yeah, they definitely do a really good job. Um they were asking them questions about, like, what made you decide to start podcasting. It was basically just, like, all about podcasts and why they chose that type of media to create and what got them excited about the series, what made them decide to talk about it, all of that kind of stuff, which for me specifically was quite interesting because it was very relatable. Um, so I really liked that. And that was, like, kind of... All I saw that day, um, we did miss out on, we, we missed cosplay karaoke, which 
man, had I known, <laughs> had I known that Chris Rankin was going to do King George from Hamilton on stage. Never would have missed I it. I would have been there so fast. <laughs> I'm so bummed I missed that. Um, they but did they, do karaoke the next night. Yeah, though, it was nice. so popular. They added it again. Um, and then that night was a Wizard Rock concert, which we originally did have intentions to go. But we were really tired. And Saturday is always the long day at LeakyCon. Um, and we didn't want to burn ourselves out. I mean, it was mostly me because, unfortunately, again, I felt bad for Katie because... She was in the hotel room all day and I was at the con all day. So like when I got done with it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm tired. Uh, and she's like, I want to get out of this hotel room. <laughs> and did. I was we like, but I don't want to get out of this hotel room. <laughs> um, but we found a happy medium. We went down to the pool, took some took some pictures of the July box mm-hmm. to post on social media whenever what did, it gets sent out. What did Kim say today? She called social it the social media. Social media. And we got dinner at this place in Orlando called the Hampton Social. It was delicious. Very good. Um, and yeah, do you want to do you want to talk about Saturday since I've talked a lot right now? Sure. I woke up ready to go. It was my time to go to Leaky Con. Oh, also Friday night we spent some time reading, and I read Throne of Glass, and Katie read Crescent City. But anyway, yeah, just, that was just, nice. Just saying, just I'm like, I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. All right, Saturday morning we started with a meetup, which was awesome. Um, thank you, everyone who came out just to hang for like 30 minutes before we went off either our separate ways or to the same panels afterwards. Um, but that was a lot of fun because we love meeting you guys and it's been like so long and we're finally able to do these things again. Shout out to Shay, Kendra, Lizzie, and Billy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We took like a cute group picture and it was a good time as always. So again, seriously, thank you so much. Like it means the world to us that you take the time to come say hi and just talk. Um, after that, we went directly to... This was really fun. It was the Birdie Bots Every Flavor Beans Question Challenge. So Hilarious. It was like emceed by Mike from Powderless. And then they had um, Chris Rankin, uh, Akshan... Did I say that right? Afshan. Afshan, I'm so sorry. Afshan and... Was it Stan? Yes. Yes, it was Stan. Okay. Um, who is Victor Crumb? And any time that Mike asked... A question that they had been asked before he had to eat a birdie bots every flavored bean so his goal some of them were lying and just making him eat them anyway (laughs) which was also funny so like he mike was trying his very best to come up with like off the wall questions so that they would never have been asked before and like I think some of them, though, like genuinely they weren't lying about and they were weird questions and they they just had to eat beans. And it was just a really good time. He did a good job, like diving in to find things that were weird. Yeah. Weird, but like not like creepy, stalkery diving too deep. It was just like a little bit of hot ones. How like he'll Uh, do like deep dives on social media mm -hmm. of the celebrity he's interviewing. And like nine times out of ten, it's like something that they've never been asked before. Yeah, it was, and like just seeing their reactions, like, oh, you did your homework. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> and then watching them all eat the beans, which like, 
I personally don't mind how the grass one tastes, and I don't mind the pepper one, and like those ones that are supposed Mike to be like did gross. Not like the grass one or the pepper. He's like, that's <laughs> that spicy. spicy. Um, but he did. I think the first he just kept getting like hit with all the nasty ones, like right off the bat. I felt kind of bad. He got sausage. He, yeah, he powered through though. Yeah, I would have been like, he didn't spit any of them out. He ate them all. <laughs> all. Afshan did put one in her mouth and immediately spit <laughs> it out. And I think it was vomit. <laughs> so funny. Fun fact, because I love fun facts. We finally discovered like how they did find out the vomit flavor. Do you remember that? Mike, yes. Was it Mike who told us? I think so. Yeah. I guess there was like another, I don't know if it was Jelly Belly or like whoever else does jelly beans, but they were trying to develop a pepperoni pizza flavor and I it failed. I can totally taste that now that yes. I know. Yes. It obviously what? failed and was gross. And then here comes, you know, Potter needing gross beans. And they were like, hey, this was an accident, but we can use it for this. So that's how that came to be. And me and Meg have always said that it tastes like spaghetti that you would pull out of a garbage disposal. So that makes sense to me that it would be failed <laughs> yeah. pepperoni pizza. Tomato sauce. Ugh, ugh. Don't eat it. Ugh, don't eat it. Okay. After that was the LGBTQ meetup, which was and really sweet. I just want to say that this is just what we got to. Oh, yeah. They're... Thank you for saying that. so much more programming than what we're listing off. And at the end of this, I can go through and read some of the panels that happened that we just had to pick and choose. It was hard. It was really, really difficult. So, um, yeah, after we're done going through everything, I'll like pull up the list of programming and just kind of like name off some of the other ones that were available. But again, sometimes there were like four or five panels going on at the exact same time and you had to just choose what you wanted to go to. So, yeah, I like admittedly, I relied on Meg a lot to like she like picked a lot of the stuff that we were doing, which I I preferred that. And then I was looking over the schedule today to make this list to make sure I didn't miss anything that we saw. And I was like, oh, my God, like literally at the same time, too. There's just so much that sounds so interesting. It's just impossible. You cannot do it all. And you wish you Correct. could. Um, so the LGBTQ meetup was really sweet. It was like just a open discussion um, for queer people to get together and like tell their stories if they wanted to just be there for each other and hang out. And it was cute. It was very, it was very good. And Wide variety of was- ages. What was so great about it is we missed the beginning, but I, but I understood at, halfway through like when we got there the door was closed and I was like what is going on um, and it's because they at the LGBTQ meetup they were like this is a safe space and mm-hmm. anything said in this room stays in this room so yeah. like it was just nice to have a space like that for people of all ages I mean there were young kids who were like 11 all the way up to you know like parents of gay kids um who who might have had questions or something like that so it was just really nice to see a space like that especially um definitely needed in the potter community more so i told uh, i love that about leaky though yeah i told meg so like the leaky con is a theme every year and this year was like candy uh-huh. Um, and you could, I, I am 99% sure that this was on purpose, but the oh, main hundred percent sure it was on purpose. The main colors they used were trans colors. Yeah. So it was like just the biggest, like, we're still here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the borders on all of the posters were like ribbon, not ribbon candy, but like candy cane type candy all the way around. And it was the trans flag colors. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just see the colors used throughout the theming. Uh, it was very obvious and very awesome. So I told Meg it was like like this event feels like a Potter Pride for sure, for sure. Especially this year because like it was I, so important. Yeah, like I mean, I know that it, and I think that it was even better that this was the theme with it taking place in Orlando. Oh, for sure, um, very needed. Florida really needed an event like this. Yeah. So I'm glad that this event happened in Orlando this year. There was a space for LGBTQ kids to come and have a safe space and feel welcome and open um, to share their authentic selves. And I think that it was really important and it was really great timing. Um, So, yeah, I just freaking love that about leaky con it was awesome it's honestly one of the reasons why i literally never want to miss a leaky con in my entire life because of the inclusivity and the diversity and the acceptance and melissa who puts on leaky con is just so awesome at what she does and um you can tell she like doesn't stop thinking about it ever. Yeah, like, the cons. I'm just very grateful that the Potter community has this event, mm-hmm. um, and has her in the community to put on such an event. So, agreed. Um, what did we do? We did the pub quiz with Goblet of Wine. This so, was so fun. This was awesome. They had like everybody it was in the a room. Bit of a, mm, show. Well, <laughs> I felt beginning. so bad. Um, they were supposed to have like answer sheets printed out for them, and that wasn't done. Yeah, somebody so we dropped were scrambling, the ball. and um, but it all got done, and it was great. Yeah, we got there. Um, it was Goblet of Wine hosting trivia, and like the questions were like super hard but in a way that i appreciated because i was like oh like this is i'm just saying you guys think that some of our questions for our trivias that we do for our patrons are hard no (laughs) no these were hard questions these were the hardest questions i've ever encountered um oh my gosh i was like oh what (laughs) yeah there's like one question i want to ask on here but i don't because i like want to use it for trivia sometimes so they have definitely given swish ideas oh yeah (laughs) um shout out to melissa on our team because she literally knew things that i i don't know how she kept those things in her brain immediately knew some of the answers i was like like tough stuff really tough stuff um shout out to like us too because i know that we did score some team for the po- or some points for the team we totally for we sure totally i know i definitely scored us two bonus points so that was exciting and um we won we did win pub <laughs> trivia or pub quiz we yeah, won awesome. our team got first place and we won free leaky con t-shirts so that was pretty cool that was pretty cool um yeah, that was. I didn't think that was going to happen because, like, I'm in a room full of the most extreme of Potterheads, you know? But yeah, I definitely it all happened because of Melissa. <laughs> totally. For sure. Um, let's see. After that, we went to. Okay, refresh my memory. The Leaky Con game show. Is that where they literally gave Chris Rankin a clicker and they're like, here, do this? Okay. <laughs> so we walk in and it is Chris, Josh Herdman, Josh Herdman who's, who's Goyle. Gregory. Oh my god. Lilla. Yes. Gregory, Gregory Goyle. Goyle. 
Um, Sean Biggerstaff, who is Oliver Wood, and Oliver Wood, and Afshan. Thank you. I keep wanting to put a K, but it's, that's in her last name. Afshan Azan, who played no K's. Thank you. <laughs> at all, she played Padma Patel. They are all like super funny human beings and this was even better because like they literally we found out from chris later like they literally were like okay you're doing this and he's like doing what pretty much and like they just handed him this remote and they were like okay go run trivia so like that whole like chaotic aspect of it to just added to it so like it was just like questions that i don't know who typed it up someone in leaky con but like some of them like i thought they were easy but like everyone on stage, I'm just like, saying, coming from doing on um, doing literally right before this, <laughs> that was probably why the pub quiz with gobbled of wine, and then going to this, it was hilarious, and I just think it's so funny because like obviously, the people who are attending LeakyCon, like we're all Harry Potter nerds, right? Like, I'm not saying that we're all amazing at Harry Potter trivia, uh, but like no. some of these questions that they were asking are quite literally, at least in my opinion, Harry Potter basic knowledge. Yeah. And they were um, like, wait, they were like, wait, wh- these, these are, these are hard guys, questions. The we're like, stars did not know them. No. It was hilarious. I was like, are you in Harry Potter? <laughs> there was one question, this like 12 year old, totally schooled Josh Herdman. Oh my God. It was because so she was funny. like, you should know the answer to this because you sat in on Mad-Eye Moody's class in Goblet of Fire and he explained to you what this spell does. <laughs> and she's like, what does Crucio do? And he was like, did I just get schooled by a 12 year old? And everybody so was like, yes, yes, you funny. did. But he did figure it out. He was like, ah, uh, that he, at first he was like the killing spell. And everyone in the audience was like, no. And he's like, oh, the torture, torture, spell. torture. And, and then he was like, how many points do I get? And I think she was like, five and yeah. like literally a couple people before that somebody had given Afshan like a hundred. And he's like, what the heck? <laughs> It was just uh, such so a good... It was funny. And, like, because it was so chaotic, they, like, ran out of the, like, slide questions fairly fast. I think within 20 minutes. It was an hour slot. Within 20 minutes. <laughs> they and, did go through the questions in 20 minutes. And yeah. Chris was just like, uh... And then right, we're going to take questions from the audience. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. Um. Okay. Then we got to go to karaoke, which was phenomenal. Um, so when they say cosplay karaoke, this wasn't necessarily the case for every single person that did that did karaoke, but there were a handful of them that were literally like in character singing a song. Like, for example, and I got some of this on uh, video for a vlog in the future, um, literally Gilroy Lockhart himself went up and performed You're Welcome from Moana and changed the lyrics to fit it in a flawless way and then at the end in the last chorus he ran around the room and handed out signed photos of himself and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen it was great it was incredible there was also quite a lot of Lin-Manuel Miranda sung Mm -hmm. which was hilarious um and the Pottership Chanel podcast. Chanel Williams sang "Part of Your World" in McGonagall. 
in her McGonagall outfit. Like, freaking uh, hilarious. Yes. Ooh, um, excuse me. The Pottership podcast did, like, it's like six of them, and they did this wonderful that I hadn't heard of it, and I'm sorry. It's I believe called it's six. Yeah, I believe it's like a it's a it's Broadway, right? Yes. Um, they did a wonderful rendition of that, and like changed it for Potter too, and it was great. The oh my god, it was just it was such a good time, and then like because Chris was emceeing it, like he was loving all the Broadway show tunes because he's a theater kid. And he was just having, like, the time of his life. And it was amazing. And then after that was the Esther Earl Ball, which they do every LeakyCon on Saturday. part of LeakyCon. It's, like, you can dress up. You could not dress up. You can go fancy. You can go cosplay. You can do whatever you want. And you go, and there's a DJ, which there this was a DJ there. rocked. Was yeah, she looks so good. This DJ was awesome because he was totally catering to my 90s kid heart. And we walked in to Hairspray being played. <laughs> yes. And then, like, not four songs later, Some 41 was played. And then, like, Drop It Like It's Hot was played. <laughs> After people had some drinks in them. Spice we did, Girls. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. The, uh, uh, those, wobble. like, shuffle dances. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, all that good stuff. It was just a good time. And, like, we just hung out with our our friends and like I haven't danced that much since I think our wedding and Meg has suffered a numb toe because of it and it's still numb now yeah we don't know what's going on what happened I was wearing (laughs) flip-flops and all of a sudden my toe went numb I'm sorry I'm not laughing it's not funny it's It's just weird numb so strange so yeah I don't know about that We'll see what happens. But literally, like, <laughs> if you ever go to LeakyCon, go and stay for the end because they always do. I, it's a tradition. I don't understand, but they do it and I like it. And they always end with total eclipse of the heart. And, like, all of the, like, guests and celebs are on stage. And it's just, like, this huge, enormous sing-along. And it's awesome. And I think we got the first ever extra song yeah afterwards i heard someone next to me go i don't think that's ever happened before it's never happened it always ends on total eclipse the The guy the guy played one more time you know yeah (laughs) that was so fun it was just so amazing that night was the probably the latest night i've been out in a very long time because we just didn't want to say good night to the people we were hanging out with because we're just having such a good time um yeah that's saturday and then then Sunday was hard to wake up because you're so tired. But like you just keep going because it's leaky con and it's so fun. Accurate. I've been talking a lot. Would you like to talk? If All not, right. I'll keep going. I'll talk about with today. my new sultry, so, sleepy voice. This is today. This <laughs> oh, was yeah. this morning. This is today. So we got up, packed took our bags down to the front desk for them to hold them so that we could then go to LeakyCon. Somehow got there on time. Literally, I was convinced There's, that, I don't, <laughs> that we were going to be late. We there were going to miss the first panel. There was some sort of time warp happening because I there's no so. way. I, I mean, how we, in 30 minutes, finished packing, got our stuff down there, went back up to the Skybridge, walked all the way 
to the convention center and made it to the first panel is beyond me. As we were walking like to the door of the panel, I looked at Megan. I was like, how late are we? And I looked at my watch and I was like, it's oh, 10.02. 10 yeah. This is amazing. We're going to miss nothing. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. So, um, just casually walked in, plopped in the front row. It's fine. Um, so we went to go and see the panel Potter Online, Fandom and Celebrations in New Media. And this was with the Goblet of Wine Ladies and Cherry Wallace, who's a YouTuber, if you don't know. And then Chanel Williams, who's our Mrs. Minerva McGonagall. Our resident McG on TikTok. A resident McG. Um... <laughs> This panel was really, really cool. And again, was definitely something that was really um, relatable. good for us to mm -hmm. hear. And yeah, very relatable. Um, there were like so many times during this panel where like I wish that I could have chimed in. I know. Me too. Um, I said I just muttered to Meg like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so true. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it was basically just the moderator asking them questions about like content creating and he how, was amazing. Yeah, like how they got into it, what other types of content do they take in? Um, if there's like anything that they've ever regretted putting out before. Like it was just like really cool questions about being a part of the Potter community in kind of this new way that is what we're calling new media such as youtube social media and podcasting mm -hmm. um so yeah because I, I do kind of feel like the fandom as a whole has kind of turned to those types of media for their potter fix especially since the author doesn't really get money from you enjoying those content creators um so that was just really interesting and really cool. Um, after that, we went to go see the panel called Magic Behind the Camera, which was with Chris Rankin and Bryn Court, who was the sculptor on all of the Potter films and the theme parks. So this one was really cool. And I actually said to Chris afterwards, I was like, that might be the best panel I've ever listened in on because... I actually like got to hear stories that I'd never heard before mm -hmm. um, about filming, about how things were created. The fact that like 
I don't know. It's it, There was just so much cool. Like, one of my favorite stories that they told was about... Uh, well, actually, Chris said that they chartered a plane for everybody on the first day of filming to go to Gothland Station mm-hmm. to film the Hogsmeade Station scenes, which are, like, the very last scene in the film. Um, they filmed those first, and all of the kids, like met in London and then they chartered a plane to take them up to Northern England to film that, which I thought was just a cool little tidbit. Um, but then also <laughs> they, he told us Bryn court told us about how um, the rocks in prisoner of Azkaban that were like up on top of the hill whenever you're like, like looking. Stonehenge. Yeah. When you're like looking at Hagrid's hut how, like, those were made out of, like, styrofoam. It was, like, the base was steel, but then, like, they were made out of, like, styrofoam. So they were they were pretty light, but they had to, like, airlift them with a helicopter up into, like, the highlands to film it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Along with Hagrid's hut. Um, but he was, like, he, like, helped sculpt those. And then he was also, he also told us this really funny story about, like, the... The Hogwarts, um, I guess, like, sconces, I get like, kind of sconces, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the fire, like, the little, um, like, in the hallways at Hogwarts, like, where the fires are. Once you know the end of the story, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Right. Um, so he's like, yeah, like, these were just supposed to be in the background to kind of, like, make the corridors look more, I don't know, wizardy. And, um... <laughs> they were like, these are just going to be in the background. We really need you to sculpt, like, we're thinking, like, an owl. Um, and, yeah, torches. Like, an owl to put, like, on the torch. Um, but, like, don't worry about the detail or anything. Like, this we is going to be tomorrow. a background thing. Like, and we need it tomorrow. So, like, just do it really quick. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. So he did it, and he, like, was really unhappy with the stupid owl that he <laughs> that he sculpted. And um, <laughs> sure enough... These torches are now used all over the place. Like, apparently they were taken to, like, the movie premiere to be used for photos. They're at the parks. They're in the Wizarding World, like, in the castle. You can, like, get right up to them and, like, take pictures. They were, like, right in the front of the shots, like, for the, in the film. And he, like... He's just like, it is just unbelievable how bad that owl is that I did on those. And they are literally everywhere. Like every time I see that owl, I'm just like, oh, he's no. like, oh, that owl. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was just like a really fun story um, that I had never heard before. And it was just really neat to to hear them kind of banter back and forth about like Chris's perspective of like being on set versus Bryn's perspective of like creating the set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He also talked about this really cool instance in Goblet of Fire, how the Riddle Grave initially was supposed to be kind of romantic and it was an angel. And then Mike Newell, the director, came in and was like, I kind of want this to be darker. So Scary. that's how they like, yeah. So then they like changed it to the angel of death as opposed to just like a beautiful romantic angel, which is what the, like the original sculpture was that Bryn had done for it. Um, and he's also, he was like, you know, Potter is just kind of this different beast where like most sculptors, you are watching the film and you are lucky if you get to see your work. 
like in the film, like especially like front and center, he's like watching Gobble to Fire was pretty crazy because the first like 10 seconds of the film, you see the snake slither up and then there's the grave that I made. And he's like, boom, I'm done. That's I can the leave. Movie. Like, <laughs> like I got to open the film. It was pretty insane. Um, so that was a cool story, too. What? I just thought of this and now it just left my brain. There was a story that Chris told that I really liked. <sighs> Do you remember what movie it was about? Oh, I did. Oh, my gosh. Is it about peeves? He loves talking about peeves. No, but that was good. He always gets so bummed talking about peeves because they did so much filming for peeves and then just didn't show like they're they've just never shown any of the footage. I'll, if I think of it, I will burst out and say it. Yeah. Um. And then after that, we went to our Howler Hour. Um, and this was really fun. This was also hosted by Goblet of Wine, Cherry Wallace, Chan Williams, and oh, Lauren Fairweather, who is in like the Wizard Rock community, if you don't know. Um, and this, this was, was really hilarious. fun. It was like they gave everybody 30 seconds to complain about something in Harry Potter. Huh? I remembered. Go ahead. Okay. Chris told this story about. Um, when they shot for the Weasleys trip to Egypt oh my God, in the yes, paper and Prisoner of Azkaban, he's like, okay, this was literally one second of film. And they had already told a story about like the pygmy hippo with oh the fat God, lady. That's right. They and had asked the London Zoo to bring pygmy hippos in to have the actress literally be with the pygmy hippos in a scene and they were like I'm sorry what you want to put an actress with these pygmy hippos they're like they will they will eat her like (laughs) you can't do that Um, so then like they had him they had him literally like sculpt a pygmy hippo in two hours so that they could just film her with that hippo and then, like, CGI, CGI her in with the pygmy hippos that the London Zoo brought. <laughs> so we had that animal story. And then he's like, okay, so they get us all in this, like, you know, this room. And they put, like, three tons of sand down. And we it's had a just costume. a green screen. Yeah. He's like, it took half the day to film this one, this one second scene. And we all got a costume fitting because it's different costumes. And they, like, really made up our faces to look sunburnt because, you know, we're all gingers and we're in the hot Egypt sun. And then he's like, and then the camel came in. (laughs) He's like, this is one second of film. You CGI'd the pyramids behind us. Why didn't you just CGI the camel? Oh, it was so funny. It was all to get the right reactions from the kids, you know? Right. But like genuinely, that's probably it. They're like, we want to make this as, I mean, we can't have the pyramids in the background. It's going to be a random green screen. (laughs) And this is only movie three. So like... You know, they're not, they were definitely good actors by then, but, you know, they were just trying to make it as realistic as they could. I thought, I just it, was thought it was funny how he said it. Though. He's like, and then the camel walked in. <laughs> His delivery <laughs> was so good. Um, anyway, back to the Howler Hour, Howler Hour, which was a hoot. Guys, I did. I was brave. I went up to the mic and I did my Howler of, and I'm just saying, I did this in front of Chan Williams. Okay. <laughs> I gave my complaint about McGonagall's point systems. I was like, you know, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And I have to say, they kind of all agreed with me. They did. She even did. She did, too. 
it was just phenomenal to like first of all the panel <laughs> did like they went through everybody like three or four times and did like 30 second renditions and like you know you're like oh yeah 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 i agree and then they're like okay we're gonna open up to the audience and i swear like half of the oh audience stood up to People form a line ran so fast to get in line and what everyone like, wow, said we really like to complain but what everyone said was so true and like i was like oh yeah you're right Oh, yeah, you're right. And at the end, I think it was Charlie. She's like, this was like therapy. We it just was, really needed to get this out. The Wizarding World needs, right? <laughs> it was a really, really cool concept. It was fun. Um, Let's see. What was after that? Oh, after that was Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them Live, which... So we had been, we'd hung out with them a little bit over the weekend. We'd met them for the first time. I had never listened to their podcast. And let me tell you the shame I felt in that room when they asked, who in the room has listened? And I didn't raise my hand and I felt bad. But I was there to listen to them for the first time. And let me tell you, they are freaking hilarious. The first fanfic that they read involved good charlotte i was losing my mind i was losing my mind i mean they were very clearly making fun of good charlotte which i'm gonna have to have a conversation with them about but (laughs) i'm just kidding um we told them later it was hilarious it was really really funny it's like you can clearly tell from how they talk about fanfics how many they've read because it's like they could almost predict what was happening <laughs> in this fanfic as it was going on. But actually that one, it was just it, the the revealing of the characters and everything in this fanfic was just done so well. Um, anyway, I think that that's probably going to be one of their new episodes that's coming out soon. So you should be on the lookout for Fanatical Fix live at LeakyCon. Um, that episode was fantastic. I laughed for a whole hour. Yes, truly, truly, truly. Like their delivery, their comments, just their personalities. Like it's so great. And like they picked, uh, they they just did a phenomenal job. They did so good. They have a new listener and I don't listen to podcasts. Highly recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend. Um, After this, it was like, you know... I knew that it was ending and I was getting sad and I didn't know what I wanted to do. We did one last walk around of the marketplace. Um, We packed up all of our little swish swag that we had at our table and we got to see the beautiful Chanel Williams riding on a Segway through the marketplace with her little wand up in the air filming a tiktok which let me tell you as soon as that tiktok is posted i'm sharing it everywhere because i'm sure it's going to be hilarious it's like oh my god i can't believe we were there to see it it was was so funny it was so funny she was like charging with people behind her doing the line of like do your duty to your school (laughs) it was so (laughs) funny um so yeah Check out her TikTok for that one because I'm sure it's going to be posted soon. Um, and then we ended we ended our time at LeakyCon with Pottercast Live, 
which was Chris Rankin, Mike Schubert, Melissa Anelli, and then Hannah and Charlie from Goblet of Wine all up on the main stage just um they were doing a little bit of trivia whenever we walked in and then they just kind of did like listener questions um and it was just like a really nice wrap up to the weekend it really was it was a good end yeah it was it was so sad because like literally two seconds after they walked off the stage i could hear the cranes going beep 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 (sighs) and they were already taking down the stage and I'm like, it's over. It was really It's sad. over. <sighs> well, to bring it up, let's talk about some of the favorite cosplays we saw. Oh, my God. While we were there. First of all, like, again, if you cosplay, you're a wonderful human being because that takes so much time and effort and talent and patience. And I'm, uh, I'm blown away by these people the girl who was the whomping willow with the car on her head wow was one of the best ones that i I saw saw her again today yeah she wore the same yeah she wore the same cosplay today as friday um i also saw there were a lot of good peeves okay not just peeves but like peeves in character yes because today we were at a panel I've seen this Peeves all through the weekend. <laughs> he was, he was, he was Peeves all weekend. Literally, like, he was great. All of a sudden, in the middle of the panel, we're watching at 10 a.m. I hear him like singing some Potter rendition of Jingle Bells, and like I'm pretty sure he threw something. I don't know. It, it was, was so funny. funny. I'm like, yes, please never stop being you, because you're the Peeves we needed in the movies. Yeah. <sighs> um, lots of Gilderoy's, including Gilderoy's like post-obliviation like literally in a straight jacket (laughs) oh my god and he was like walking around acting like gilderoy lockhart with no memory yeah he's like do you have a wand that i could have and he had a saint mungo's medwitch with him Mm -hmm. who would like try to keep him in line oh my god it's so good there was a cornish pixie like i think you put that on our instagram i did it was funny um (gasps) that that i mean there was a lot of um Umbridges, but that one. Oh yes, they were like in a scooter, like an electric scooter. So they like had built her desk perfection. On the handle, like on the handlebars of the scooter, with Complete like with plates the backdrop and, of the plates behind them, like and oh like the decrees and like everything, her quill on the desk. Yeah, and then like yeah, the plates behind, and there's even stuff on like the back of that, and like then they were dressed as Umbridge, looked amazing. Um. One of our listeners dressed as a phoenix one day and then a chillin' today. And I saw her and I was like, She looked fantastic. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I was wondering because, like, I mean, I figured because how she did the phoenix, it was going to look awesome. But I was like, How is she going to, how is she going to show what she is? But there was, like, no question what she was. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I did see a, a, a sexy umbrage. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, lots of students and like, it's always really well done. Let me see. Is there anyone else? I'm trying to think of a couple Hagrid's. A, a dirigible plum. Oh, yes. Like a bush. A dirigible plum bush. Yes. That was amazing. Um... Just a lot of like Molly's and Arthur's and they looked great. A couple Ilvermorny students, which was really cool. 
Um, oh, today I saw someone who had painted their entire face a sickly green and like was the puking pastels girl in the window of the shop. And then there was also someone else who was another prop from the shop, but I don't remember. Oh, and there was an Umbridge today who was like the Umbridge on the line with the balancing weights and she was pushing around a tricycle. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh my God. The cosplay is just unreal. It is one of the best parts of LeakyCon. Just so good. Um, <sighs> vendors. I want to give a couple shout outs oh here God. to three of my favorite pin companies Sunset Road Co., Laser Brain Patch Co., I think. I think so. And Oddman and Tweak. We have talked about Oddman and Tweak and Sunset Road Co., I think. But still, top tier. Amazing. I got some of the most beautiful pins I have ever seen in my life this weekend. I'm going to do a little haul on Instagram um, of things that I got for all of us before I send them off to the girls. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oddment and Tweak. Their display was unreal this weekend. It was a Quidditch pitch. They like built a Quidditch pitch, and that is what they displayed their pins on. And it was beautiful. The flags at the top were pride flags, which was yes. really and cool. And they had so many pride related pins. I went all out. And also, <laughs> they announced this weekend these jackets that they're making. Oh my God. Um, these are like first of a, like, First of their kind, one of a kind jackets. So they're like varsity letter jackets. Very well done, too. They had them there. They had them there to show off so that you could like try them on to get your size and stuff, too. Um, But they, (laughs) they on the back, it's an embroidered golden snitch, but the center, the actual snitch is like this window. And you take the piece out and you can put your pins on it and then put it in the back of the, the jacket to display your pins Genius. in your jacket. Genius. Amazing. And they have one for each house and then one for Hogwarts as well. They also Just had their chocolate frog bags um, that are also mm-hmm. like pin bags. Um, Did Ness have one of those at the end of the day today? I think so. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> And they also had this really beautiful Marauders Map wrap bag. Um, I might have gotten that. It was very their cute. stuff is just like <laughs> it's so gorgeous. Yeah, it's really um, beautiful. And then I think we definitely talked about this last time, but Sunset Road Co. does this like they do two different grab bags. So one is the they only had the OWL grab bag in twenty nineteen. And this one they had howlers, which was new. Yeah. So it's like you just reach into a bag and like you might get one of five or however many it is. So like you can get your OWL score, which is all the way from T to O. And then they also this year had howlers and some of them some of them were swears and other ones were like funny, more friendly but like swears sort of from Katie the book. Katie got one that said bloody hell. I got bloody hell. And I got f- an F word. Right. That's not acceptable to say on this podcast. <laughs> um, I got, last time I got an OWL, I got dreadful. But this time I got exceeds expectations. So I clearly have been doing my studying. I got acceptable. Hey, what'd you get last time? I think I got dreadful. Did we both get dreadful? We might have. I kind of want to troll, but, you know. Yeah. It's all right. 
Um, yeah, it everything there is gorgeous, and a lot of it is handmade, and everyone is so nice. You can't go wrong. They also were doing tattoos down this other aisle that I didn't even see until today, at like the end of the day, where you could just go up there and get tattooed, quite yeah. literally. You could literally sign up like for an appointment all weekend. They were booked pretty quickly, but like you could have. I was like, I contemplated doing it. And then I was like, you need to think about that. You need to think about it. Um, oh, and then we found this one because we really wanted her ribbons, which if anyone doesn't know, Leaky Con does ribbons that you attach to your like what is it? you're like your ticket in pretty my much lanyard to touch the ground <laughs> today and i was happy and it'll be like <laughs> it'll either be like oddment and tweak or it will say like a quote from a character or like oh, i'm trying to think of an example i of mean one. like podcast i we dropped the ball and didn't have them but we will I eventually we will definitely we will definitely have them at the next one uh, Chris had one and I wish I found this but he told he told like the crowd on stage he's like I have one here and it says people will think you're and then like seven tags down it says up to something so, like they're just so quirky and fun and so creative and I just love collecting them um, I think that's all we have yeah there were a couple lightning bolt questions. Yes, yes, uh, well, yes, Marguerite yes. just asked this in the chat. Do you buy the ribbons? Also, how do they stick to one another? No, you don't buy them. Everybody either gives them away or you trade them if you have made your own. Um, and they stick to one another by like this glue strip on the front. So it's actually like quite common at conventions in general to like have maybe one ribbon <laughs> on your badge that will like say something specific. Like if you're a presenter or like something like that, um, or like it, your company or something like that, like can like have a ribbon. So everybody knows like what company you're with. Obviously nobody cares about that kind of stuff at LeakyCon. So they just like create fun ribbons to just have a huge ribbon tail. Um, and they just keep sticking to ribbon after ribbon after ribbon. It's so fun. <laughs> I got to my shoes. I got clothes. Yeah. Meg's Two. goal goal was to touch the floor. I know. She got there at, by like the seat of her pants. It was like right at the end of the day. Are you looking at the lightning bolt around? Cool questions. Right now, yeah. There were some okay. good ones that came through. I saw them. Sam asked, how many ribbons did you get? And what was your favorite ribbon that you got? So I actually, I don't know how many I got, but like I said, mine touched the floor. I know what your favorite one is though. We got it yeah. today. <laughs> so we were sitting at a panel and a girl was sitting next to us and I saw this ribbon and it was Taylor Swift lyrics with a Luna love good glasses. And it said, Oh my God, she's insane. <laughs> and I had to ask her where she got it. Uh, so we quickly went to that vendor booth and got it. Um, and that is definitely my favorite. I think mine that I can just think of off the top of my head. Cause so many of them were good, but we just got it today and it said swivel, but delicately. And it had yes. a little baby, what is it? Manticore. Manticore. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> oh, they're all just so good. Sam also asked, what is your favorite Chan Whale video? I don't know. She was talking about one of her very first videos that she, cause like, before she just did like McGonagall, like cosplay McGonagall impression, everything, she would do those videos where you would like take screenshots 
and it would just be like your eyes and your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And she would act out the scenes. Like some of those are so top notch. They're so funny. I remember when those like started going out, Tiffany would send me all of them. (laughs) And I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. They're hilarious. But I was like, oh my gosh. And then she told us today that like, she would for a long for a long time she would post like five videos a day and I was like, no wonder I was inundated with these videos. Like, right. She was posting so many in a day. Um, she said if she's gonna do this, she wants to do it right. <laughs> right. Um, Sam also asks who. I'm sorry. Do you have a different fave channels video? I don't have a favorite one. I just appreciate okay. everything that she offers to Got us. <laughs> um. Sam also asks, who would you cosplay as at LeakyCon? Hmm. If, like, I had unlimited resources and could do whatever. Oh, I saw Cool Grindelwald, too. I just thought of that now. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. He was, like, in character, too. Yeah. I think I'd want to be some sort of creature, because those look so cool. Um, The makeup for the creatures was amazing. Oh, yeah. Because, like, a lot of people did, like, face paint with it and stuff. I'd want to do some kind of phoenix, I think, because I think it's really pretty. Yeah. You could almost like embrace your catness because it'd be like almost like a Mockingjay. But yeah. Be cool. I would. Or like a Niffler. <laughs> I think I would really enjoy being like Trelawney. That would be Would fun. you act? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or like Sprout. I always love Professor Sprout cosplays. They just look so cute. People did them really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was, like, a herbology student. They had, like, the white lab coat almost, like, over them and the earmuffs. And yeah. It looked really cool. Marguerite asked, if you could have Chanel Williams on Swish, what would the episode be on? I mean, it would have to be on something McGonagall-related. Right. Maybe we would make her discuss the points, you know, like, oh really gosh, dive deep funny. into be the like, points. Okay, can you please explain to me your thought process? Today, we got to... <laughs> It was during, I think it was during the Howler one, and I don't remember what it was related to, but um, Charlie from Goblet of Wine mentioned that she was super sad that we'd never gotten the quote, have a biscuit potter. And so she like asked Chanel if she would do it, and she did, and it was flawless. Oh my have God. A biscuit potter. It was so good. Uh, anything else? There's one more. Bring it. I'm just going to call you Brandon. (laughs) He asked, what would your karaoke cosplay be? Oh, my gosh. Ooh, who would be, like, really good for a Potter, like, karaoke? You know what? Maybe I'd do, like, Dobby because then I wouldn't have to sing good because, like, he's got a squeaky voice. But I don't know, like, what my song would be. Maybe Freebird. Oh. <laughs> 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 Ooh, a Marauders karaoke. That's cool. If you had like a group of four, mm, we'll go three. I would want to cool. sing Bad Reputation as Sirius Black. Dude. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. That's awesome. I don't give a damn about Bad Reputation. <laughs> you get air guitar. Yeah. Oh, you could do that with Tonks too. True. That'd be cool. Only because, like, not that she has a bad reputation, but because, like, she could be a little baddie. You know? She's a rocker. Accurate. Yeah. 
All right. Did anybody win the house cup? I actually... Also, like, LeakyCon just, like, inspires me to be a better content creator. And I hope that that stays with me. And I don't feel too burnt out, as I often do. I just want to feel this energy forever. You know what I mean? It's just, like, really cool to see how other people create content because like it's so different but like also like you're a podcast too and it's relatable but your style is different than mine and I appreciate that and I just feel like I learn a lot from people while having a good time I miss it (laughs) why is it over I know I need sleep and like normal regular schedule because life in July has been insane by the way, today is Harry Potter's birthday. Happy birthday, Harry. I think you're 42. Yes, 42. Also, hold on, more important than Harry, happy birthday to Swish because five years ago, five years ago, we released our very first episode. And shout out to our lovely prefix who decided to play our cringeworthy first episode on Discord for our patrons. Um, I shouldn't be thanking you for that, but also I did think it was a very sweet idea. And I'm not sad that it happened. (laughs) Did it work? Um, Okay, yes, let's see. Oh, thank you, Marcus. Well, actually, technically, we forgot to reset the points. Mm. So no house cup. I do technically think that it is more than likely Gryffindor, though. So let's give it to Gryffindor. Okay, Mia also said give it to Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, and she's not Gryffindor. a Gryffindor, so she can it <laughs> to Gryffindor. Also, sure, Gryffindor for Harry. It's his day. I mean, it's our name, but whatever. Gryffindor definitely asked the most lightning round questions, so. Okay, that's fine. I'm fine with that. We'll allow it to happen. All right. Who's ready for a fan story? Me. This fan story comes from another Megan, or as Tiffany would say, other Megan. And this is from January of 2020, a time from before. Megan says, hello, you crazy Potter-loving people. Be warned. This is ridiculously long. I don't think it is. And I apologize, but I just wanted to share. I just started listening to your podcast this Thanksgiving break, and I'm laughing out loud in every single episode. I'm already on Prisoner of Azkaban with your reread. My mom and I actually read Sorcerer's Stone together when I was in kindergarten. It was the rule in the house that you were not allowed to watch the movies until you had read the books. I think she mostly didn't want me to get scared of the trolls or the spiders and snakes in book two and wanted me to know what what was what when I went into the movie theater. Which, like, fair mom, I was five and terrified of spiders. <laughs> I am a Ravenclaw, so obviously I made it my mission and was able to see Chamber of Secrets in theater, which is still one of my favorite memories as a kid. I grew up loving everything Potter and know it's always a place to return home to. The best part of my Potter story is actually much later in my life. When I moved away to college, I went to a school where I didn't know a soul. Housing was short that year for for freshmen, so I ended up living in an off-campus dorm, and they made me an extra room out of an old storage closet in the basement under the front door and the main stairwell. Sounds familiar, right? 
So when trying to explain to all my new friends when in the dorm I live, I call where in the dorm I live, I called it the cupboard under the stairs. Of course, like-minded, of course, like minds and someone said that's just like harry potter you are a little house elf i'm relatively short compared to all my friends we should call you dobby and i responded that if they were going to do that i should call at least be called winky because she's the girl house elf and it's stuck i was called winky all through college and my area of the house was called winky's corner which i think house elf winky would have loved now i've graduated and moved and the only people i know in this town know me through school and the group of friends and that group of friends, so the name Winky has followed me to a whole new state. Oh my gosh. As a family, we all went to Universal, and I got to see Diagon Alley for the first time. I'd seen Hogsmeade, but this time, when we went through Ollivander's, I was chosen for the wand-choosing ceremony, and hashtag the wand chose Winky, hashtag SPEW. Oh my gosh. It was the most magical day of my life, and I will still cry tears of joy thinking about the experience today. Thanks for doing Swish and Flick. Y'all are truly amazing and hilarious, and I love listening. You can use part or all or none of this, but I just wanted to share. Can't wait to be caught up. Guess what? I'm sharing it all. Also, Katie, I think you made a Seven Brides of Seven Brothers movie reference early on when talking about Sarah going courting, and I have to know if you meant to. I don't think that was me, because I am not familiar, so I will have to ask the co-hosts. Um... Then she signed it, Winky, your resident house elf listener. Also, Megan, because that's my actual name and how it shows up on Facebook. Good name. Good name. Yes. 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 She also spells it correctly. Yes. <laughs> In case anybody was wondering. <laughs> um, oh, also, sorry, I'm the worst not Potter related stories. Someone just said something about stormtroopers in Crocker's Park and I spit my drink out. My grandparents are from Bay Village and I spent every summer growing up going to Cedar Point and Huntington Beach and eventually Crocker Park once Crocker Park once it was built. My little brother loved the giant chessboard. Small, small world. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, Megan slash Winky. Thank you for your story. I loved it. And I kind of appreciate your mom's take on uh, letting, not letting you watch the movie. I think that's a good idea, honestly, <laughs> though, because that's like cool. you know that your kid wants to take in the, the content, but you're worried that it'll scare them. Well, if they read it, they know what's going to happen. It's a good concept. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So it's joke time, right? Story from LeakyCon. Got to meet some really cool people. Got to meet some really cool listeners. And then we met Kendra. And then all of a sudden, she comes... Oh, I see what you're looking at now. Teddy's being troublesome. Just climbing <laughs> things he shouldn't be climbing. Oh, and making sounds. All of a sudden, she comes running over and she's like, Oh my gosh, we've been trying to find you. I, I have to give this to you. And she handed over the unofficial Harry Potter joke book. Howling hilarity for Hufflepuff. So now so, I have the Hufflepuff book. Oh my god! Which it was one are you such missing? an awesome Is it surprise. The best house? It's Slytherin. Yes. <laughs> so honestly, Kendra, that was like the sweetest surprise, and it made my whole day. So now I have a whole fresh book. Um. <laughs> okay, now I have to find one. Let's see. Also, it was genuinely so nice meeting you, Kendra. Thank you for Truly. like saying hi throughout the day yesterday it was it was just nice how is a hogwarts classroom like an acromantula 
too many pupils. <laughs> oh, we've kicked off a new book. It's wonderful. Adding it to my little pile. I'm just so happy. Well, if you would like to follow your hosts on social media, myself and Katie are on Instagram at the Petrus family. Tiff, even though she's not here, is on Instagram at TiffSwish underscore flick. And again, if you have made it this far, thank you. And um, if you are wanting a reminder of all of the lovely people that we talked about today, you should go and follow Goblet of Wine podcast and Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them, the podcast. A Harry Potter fan fiction podcast, actually, is what they're called. And then Fanatical they said, Fix and Where to Find Them, a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. They said, yes, it really is that long. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find them mostly just Fanatical Fix. <sighs> This, like, now means it's officially over, Meg. I know. I'm kind of thinking this episode's not going to go up till tomorrow morning either, so <sighs> We'll fine. see what happens. I don't really think anything had to be edited out. Who's going to listen to it at 11.30 at night anyway? Like, but you see, may as well be able to post it But in see, the morning. if I don't post it now, then that means that... It won't populate until... The editing will have to be done in the morning, and I yeah. would rather edit now than in the morning. I get that, I get that. This is just shop talk. Anyway, thanks for listening to us rant about LeakyCon. It's seriously like one of the greatest events of the year, especially now that we don't have a celebration of Harry Potter, which had leaky feels majorly. Um, so, yeah, I'm just super thankful for this event, for everyone that goes. It's just like it restores your faith in humanity. <laughs> and it's amazing. And happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary to Swish. That concludes. Were you going to say something? That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, LeakyCon. Thank you to everyone who was there. And thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs> okay. Now we are. Now we are. And I see the little the little lines that are going up and down as I'm speaking. Perfect. Ooh, we're getting wow, down. Wow, really know. Really low. <laughs> Every time I talk like that, I think of David doing karaoke. <laughs> like, this one is dedicated to the lovers <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> La 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 lovers. La 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 lovers. Oh my god. <laughs> Keep the mics hot. I'm coming in. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Sure. I'm ready. Are you? Am I going to take a breath and say hello and you're going to be like, bah! Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.